0: KGUMA and Agana, Guam. You got it locked onto the edge of heaven with Rand Kaufman, only on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk K57.
1: The food we eat, the lifestyle we live, and chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis. Serious health problems are now at epidemic proportions on Guam. Over the past 10 years, health problems from cancer to Alzheimer's to diabetics and even autism are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates, really impacting every family. With proper diet, nutrition, and an understanding of how the body works, we can minimize our risk giving you the opportunity to live a healthier, happier, and longer life. At Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com. Stop by our office next door to Megabyte into or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach today. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355.
2: Some of your purple, belly, purple belly. Yes, I've been eating him Since seven weeks
1: now Here comes the sun, Here comes the sun, I say it's all right. Asmoojow Community School has listened closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action and is committed to being an advocate for education. Asmoojao offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program where students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early may attend Asmoojow to gain those credits from a six-year WASC-accredited school. that can transfer those credits into the student's district school. Parents, please check your child's counselor. Take control of your child's education by sending them to smoojao to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or graduate early. Asmoojow is located in Aganya, next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West of Bryan Drive in a three-story blue building. Call 475-9276 for more information. That's 475-9276. Nice. The most unique place on Guam to visit is Jeff's Pirate's Cove, located in Nipan Talafofo on Route 4, right on a beautiful windward beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Jeff's famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day, along with a tantalizing Thanksgiving and a Christmas buffet. Take a tour of Jeff's Pirate's Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure, Yokoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II is featured as a main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Jeff's Pirates goes Monday through Thursday opens at 10 o'clock in the morning until 7 o'clock at night. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning until 7 o'clock at night. Start it off with breakfast, Jose's Mexican Omelette, your lunch, hearty sandwiches, with your choice of a fresh garden salad, French fries, red rice, white rice, or Jeff's world-famous fettuccine, 16-ounce porterhouse steaks, deep-fried or grilled local catch, jumbo deep-fried shrimp, deep-fried seafood platter—my personal favorite—then on to Jeff's Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter, another personal favorite, Greek salad, and those of appetizers that, of course, will only increase your appetite. And don't forget about Jose's variety of Mexican tacos. Come. To Jess Pirate's Cove, open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday. We're talking about 10 o'clock a.m., 7 o'clock p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 o'clock a.m., 7 o'clock p.m. Call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. We'll see you there.
2: promise, take a vow, and trust your feelings, it's easy now. Understand the voice within, and feel the change already beginning. Oh, won't you tell me again? Oh, can you feel it? Oh, won't you tell me again
1: tonight? Imagine, it's a quiet, moonlit night and you're standing on a beautiful white sandy beach. The sand is still warm under your feet from the sun's rays of the day. A gentle breeze is blowing through the palm trees, and it softly caresses your face and body. The moon is full, and the shimmering pale white moonlight showers you with its powerful moon energy as moonbeams dance upon the ebony waters surrounding you as you walk along the beach with the waves gently kissing your feet and the ocean singing to you you look to the heavens and you see the most wondrous brilliant star as you gaze upon this twinkling star you see it fall suddenly into the water and in a flash of light a beautiful perfect dolphin emerges from that very spot and in an instant your heart and mind know that this magical being came to you from the heavens above the dolphin calls your language not of words but of the heart. It is an easy, joyous communication welcoming you to approach and enter the water. Excitingly you do so, finding the water warm and soothing. As you greet one another and you look into the dolphin's eyes, you see the universe itself reflected there. You feel at peace and loved. It is a union and a reunion. You remember and you're connected. Such joy and love you have for a new friend and guide. You take hold of the dolphin's fin And she gently swims with you, you feel totally safe and protected as you both now go beneath the surface of the water, deeper and deeper and deeper. How beautiful this underwater world is. You could stay here forever, surrounded by colored fish, coral, sea and plant life of every description. And in the distance, you see a crystal cave just for you. You and your guide effortlessly glide toward this cave so inviting. And as you enter the cave, you find it has many, many rooms of many colors. Red, orange, purple, green, blue, yellow, each is healing. And you choose the color you need. Or you may choose to visit each room like a sponge, absorbing the vibration, the energy of all the beautiful colors. You may stay here as long as you wish. And when you're ready to leave, you see that your dolphin friend has been patiently waiting for you, and she now accompanies you to the surface. You float silently upward and upward, and upward, and emerge from the water healed and whole. You bid farewell to each other, thanking this magnificent celestial being for her love and energy and for this healing journey. And in your heart, you know that she will always, always be with you. Welcome to the Edge of Heaven talk show on metaphysics. Every Friday night, 6.30, 8 o'clock. Metaphysics really is that area of philosophy which concerns itself with the nature and structure of reality. It deals with such questions as, are the objects we perceive real or an illusion? Does the external world exist apart from our consciousness of it? Is reality ultimately reducible to a single underlying substance? And if so, is it essentially spiritual or material? Is the universe intelligible and orderly or incomprehensible and chaotic? Well, folks, that's pretty much, I think, the, the polarities that we're continually talking about. Uh, is uh, it is just that it's everything in this third dimensional realm and this polarity of uh, of life uh, that we go through we're uh, fortunate to understand a lot of this information you know of course that uh, uh, Albert Einstein very clearly uh, communicated you know that he was looking uh, intently for a way to uh, um, have a psychological ascension, to to be socially accepted, to uh, be able to uh, be free of fear and pain, uh, these are all goals of Einstein's. Um, and it's important, uh, you know, that we as, as individuals here in 2020 uh, and what we're going through, that we are free of fear and pain, that this is something that we're able to do within our minds. Of course, your mind is a, is a very powerful uh, organ organ in being able to uh, transpose um, fear and pain uh, into something that you can embrace. Interestingly enough, this is uh, one of the things, and it's, and it's through this ascension, through this process of realizing who you really are in this higher consciousness. And one of the important things in identifying who you really are is giving your higher consciousness a name. I'm uh, uh, Mine's John. I named it after my dad. Um, uh, bless his heart he was young he was only fifty eight when he passed. Um, he had litigo uh, and uh, sure enough you know that 's a a reality in my life um, but to uh, identify a higher consciousness, John is something that uh uh resonates w- w- with me um, and it gives me a, a great uh, strength to realize that uh, my ancestral self. Um, in my higher consciousness, because you know of course you are one with the universe, you have that ability to uh, to share all of your experiences and and thoughts and uh, uh, ways of of communicating you know throughout throughout the world um, with uh, just about everybody right now everybody's uh, full of communication. we're all uh, in the same uh, bathtub so to speak folks you know everybody's uh, going through this uh, virus you know we're having a a, a very uh, powerful ascension on the planet Uh, waking up to what is really going on and within ourselves you know simplifying our lives um, uh, not necessarily uh, by choice but by necessity uh, this has occurred Uh, mother nature of course is uh, very happy with uh, the ability, um, I don't know if you're aware, but the biggest ozone hole ever um, was uh, produced uh, early on in 2020. And uh, after, uh, of course, the virus and everybody went lockdown, uh, within two months, uh, the whole uh, uh, biggest ozone hole uh, closed up. And this is a a phenomenon in itself uh, that this was something that was able... Um, to happen with our restrictions of course of traveling our restrictions of course of using um, our automobiles and trying to uh, go home and and go to go to bed and and stay there for a while you know while mother nature can do what it is that of course that that she feels important to do and she certainly has done quite a lot uh, um, on the um European Union, uh, United Kingdom, very clearly coming back green, uh, phasing out uh, uh, coal, uh, phasing out uh, a fossil fuel, looking very very strongly at uh, all the alternative ways of, of getting energy for something that's been happening in Europe. Um, anyway, but this is, you know, the tipping point. We understand that the, we're uh, in a situation throughout the planet where we have to wake up to uh, what uh, our uh, mother nature would maybe refer to us as a surface nuisance and this is something that we have to rise above and we can do this within higher consciousness it's uh, very powerful in in identifying this you know if you look uh, throughout the world um, people have excelled in higher consciousnesses and uh, and of course created unbelievable uh, um, feats of uh, of compassion, uh, living in states of grace, uh, learning how to uh, be an unbelievable, productive individual within the community and do uh, wonderful things to help as many people as possible with uh, what, uh, what they have to be able to deliver us. Individuals like Gandhi, individuals like a Mother Teresa, um, you see them emerge and what it is that they're able to do. And, and it, it's quite a, uh, quite a feat. It's something that we feel very, very strong about. And it's something we always want to communicate uh, because it's, it's, it's part of us. It really is. Now, when we, when we talk about finding ourselves in situations, um, there's an interesting thing, you know, how tragedy can really bring out the best Uh, in people. Have you noticed how how people get together and and help one another so much more easily when uh, they're in the midst of a disaster? Uh, That's definitely here in Guam. You know, uh, we've been through quite a bit of uh, our inclement weather. We have uh, um, earthquakes. We have all kinds of things, you know, that in our little Marianas, uh, ring of fire, uh, participating in in these uh, acts of nature. And uh, we jump to the occasion. You know, we're... uh, Continually helping uh, family and friends and neighbors and strangers about what we have to do to make sure that we're able to uh, rise above um, this uh, tragedy that may, first you, of course, uh, in this stage you have, uh, you have floods, there's tornadoes, hurricanes, um, our typhoons, our, our earthquakes. I'll bring along with our image of devastation, of course, equally powerful portrayals of human beings helping one another. Even heroes emerging, um, saving neighbors whom they may have never even bothered to say hello to uh, before. Now, in times of crisis, a sense of temporal existence and really awareness of the shared flame of humanity becomes more tangible to those involved. And this tragedy that we're involved in now certainly has done that. And tragedies and disasters have a way of really sloughing off uh, many layers of illusion based thinking and, and materialistic absorptions um, our world of consumerism uh, is of course what drives our economy you know we we're getting all this uh, money from the federal government the idea is to take that money and go spend it uh, to keep the you know the money flowing and so uh, uh, you know companies can uh, rehire people and get things uh, back on track so that's the idea you know so you, but in the aspect of, of not having anything, some people, you know, would probably hold that money and keep it for, uh, you know, your basic uh, utilities, for your basic um, needs. And this is something that, um, you know, we have to uh, think about as we evolve, uh, you know, past, you know, you have uh, um, AAV after the virus and you have BV before the virus. And it's uh, it's it's quite going to be quite a difference. Um now, vulnerability also comes during times of crisis. You know, bringing it uh, its friends. Uh, uh, of course, uh, humility. You know, we become very humbled with things that go on in our lives uh, during these times. Uh, a gratitude, uh, being grateful uh, to little things, you know, that we might not, uh, have had before that, uh, um, now we, we see them for what they are and, and and we're very grateful. And then the big one of course is compassion. Um, being compassionate to our, uh, uh, people who are maybe less fortunate being, uh, uh, in situations where we're not able to uh, uh, have uh, the peace of mind that we would like to have. Uh, but once we start offering compassion to our neighbors and to people around us who are uh, not as uh, well off or can do uh, uh, as capable because of maybe some disabilities they may have or... Uh, but who knows? But that compassion, as that emerges, you know, it's a, it's a growth. You know, you uh, excel. You extremely find yourselves on uh, higher levels of consciousness by being compassionate. Now, physical pain is interesting. Physical pain shows that something is amiss in your body. <clears throat> if you didn't feel pain, you wouldn't know that your hand was resting on a hot stove. You wouldn't know uh, uh, if a sharp rock had had just pierced your foot. Therefore, although many think of pain as something unwanted, in fact, it's a great gift. It's a, a beneficial messenger. Now, emotional pain works in the same way. It is an indicator that something is amiss. If you weren't sitting there with your heart in the fire, so to speak, you wouldn't be experiencing emotional pain. Emotional pain can arise when you feel guilty about having mistreated or wronged another person in some way. This kind of pain is also a great gift. It gives you an opportunity to learn and to grow from whatever you have said or done, a human experience. It makes you more vigilant in the future. You you become more aware. Your higher consciousness is uh, watching what happens in your human experience it gives you a chance to make amends forgiveness not only to yourself but to whatever someone else did that gave you a, a thought of uh, having why you mistreated or why you thought you should mistreat uh, an, or, or, or wronged another person there's some reason why you do it it's not just mostly random there's something that comes up so the forgiveness can go on both both Individuals who uh, one who is receiving the wrong, the one who is receiving um, the the mistreatment, and also the the other one who, uh, of course, may feel guilt or may feel a, a sense of uh, imbalance uh, because of what happened. There's really is no good reason therefore to feel self-destructive or guilty when you bring difficulties upon yourself. Instead, accept the message with gratitude and humility. Um, now trials of life we all go through trials of life that's what this yin and yang thing's all about you know uh, um, the polarities of life you know we have bliss uh and when of course we have pain um it's something that we would like as we're evolving and ascending to uh, to stay in a state of uh, bliss but uh, right now within the third dimension you know uh, where we are as humans uh it's pretty much uh uh, equal deal. You know, you get an equal amount of bliss and you get an equal amount of, of pain and, uh, uh, and suffering of such. Now, tragedy is like a strong acid. It dissolves away all but the very gold of truth. Truth is an interesting thing in the ascension. We know that when we talk, uh, when we do our little Valentine show and we talk about the last seven and a half years of the ascension um, growing, being born uh, seven and a half years ago into this um, unbelievable uh, message of truth, Uh, we, through the Internet, through uh, all these things, we are uh, excelling in the world of truth. Um, we look at what has happened. We look at our priests. We look at our uh, celebrities. We look at our uh, CEOs. Uh, we look at our sports people. We look at all the people around us, politicians. And and truth is something that nobody can hide from. It's uh, it's it's there. You know, uh, fact fact truth. Here we you know you. I'm sorry, sir. That's an untruth. That's an untruth. Um, and uh, people count them. People count how many untruths. Uh, uh, emerge from our uh, our favorite politicians, and and it's something that they can be called on. Um, alternative truth is one of the things that have uh, has emerged. Um, one of the interesting things is is learning how to to see uh, how people who uh, are are in situations, of course. Um, where, you know, they, they realize that, that within their aspects that, that it, how important it is to, to evolve and, and emerge into truth. Uh, the truth will set you free. There's all kinds of nice sayings. Um, suffering is not an evil. It is a consequence and nearly always the remedy of evil. That's, that's an, a strong statement. Uh, the suffering that comes to us has a purpose. It is trying to teach us something we should look for its lesson and be hallelujah that this may be something that we're, of course, ascending from, that we're learning from. We're never ripe until we have made so by suffering. The soul that is without suffering does not feel the need of knowing the ultimate cause of the universe. It's a polarity. It's a polarity. You're going to have peace and love, and you're going to have suffering and hate. It's just part of the ball game. Love your suffering. Do not resist it. Do not flee from it. Give yourself to it. It is only your aversion that hurts. Nothing else. So, again, Einstein. Three things. Freedom from fear and pain. Social acceptance and psychological transcending free of fear and pain if you love the fear and pain that you're experiencing on your third dimensional realm remember remember don't resist it see it for what it is and always know that you are in higher consciousness and it's not affecting you in higher consciousness it's just the human experience now never to suffer would have been never to have been blessed. That's the ball game. That's the ball game, as long as we're in this third dimension. Now, um, suppose that you have a habit of, of walking barefoot in a particular thorny patch of weeds, and one day, you feel pain in your foot. That's not to call a start feeling guilty, that you've done something as awful and not as smart as, as walking through these thorns. Instead, you can do two things that will be a productive use of the pain. You can stop walking in that thorny field. This method is sufficient for the particular circumstance and can alleviate that particular source of pain. Or, even better, you can understand why you must stop walking there. Understanding why you're not to walk in that field and what specifically had been the cause of your pain keeps you from stepping in other thorny fields in the future. So, when you enter into higher uh, spaces of inner freedom, your higher consciousness, through whatever blessing or whatever spiritual efforts you may pursue, you may find that certain kinds of pain don't follow you there. Why? Because the warning. Because the warning, folks, the system is turned on. You're no longer walking through thorny fields. You're no longer out of harmony with the universal flow you no longer need to be warned by the arrows of pain. When a thorn is taken out of your foot, the pain begins to leave. Why? Because pain is no longer needed. It has served its function. However, if you walk around with thorns stuck all over your feet saying, I'm not in pain, and ignoring the stabbing sensation, you'll likely keep walking in thorny fields. Now, this is an interesting thing in this, in this, in this concept rising above the pain this is einstein's big one the more you move toward the goal all sorrow will cease even if there is sorrow you will become impervious to it it will not touch you there will be an inner strength your higher consciousness created within you where even sorrow will not have a meaning for you you will smile even at misfortune and suffering because you are rising above it. You see it for what it is. You see it as a human experience. And you go, hallelujah, this is something. This is something to observe. This is something to, to, uh, to watch and, and to be part of and to realize that there's lessons learned and things are going on and we're rising to the occasion. So what we're going to do, we're going to jump into the CBS News, and then when we come back, uh exciting we'll have a whole bunch more of the edge of heaven you are a higher consciousness just having a human experience
2: news talk k57 is kgum agatya
0: guam kgum am in agatya guam you got locked on to the edge of heaven with rand and jenny kaufman only on guam's hottest talk news talk k57
1: The food we eat, the lifestyle we live, and chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis. Serious health problems are not epidemic proportions on Guam. Over the past 10 years, health problems from cancer to Alzheimer's to diabetics and even autism are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates, really impacting every family. With proper diet nutrition, and an understanding of how the body works, we can minimize our risk, giving you the opportunity to live a healthier, happier, and longer life. At Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com. Stop by our office next door to Megabyte into or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355. And it's alright Community School has listened closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action and is committed to being an advocate for education. A SMUJAL offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program where students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early may attend a smooth to gain those credits from a six-year WASC accredited school that can transfer those credits into the students district school. Parents please check your child's counselor and take control of your child's education by sending them to a smooth job to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or Graduate early. Asmujao is located in Aganya next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West O'Brien Drive in a three story blue building. Call 475 9276 for more information. That's 475
2: 9276. It's alright.
1: The most unique place on Guam to visit is Jeff's Pirates Cove, located in Nipan Talafofo on Route 4 Right on a beautiful windward beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Jeff's famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember, the Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day, along with a tantalizing Thanksgiving and a Christmas buffet. Take a tour of Jess Pirates Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure, Yakoi. Guam's own 28-year survivor, of World War II, is featured as a main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Folks, Jeff opens Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m., closes 7 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, opens at 9 a.m., closes at 7 p.m. Start it off with breakfast, Jose's Mexican Omelette. For lunch, hearty sandwiches with your choice of a fresh garden salad. French fries, red rice, or white rice with just world famous finadini. 16 ounce porterhouse steaks, deep fried or grilled local catch. Jumbo deep fried shrimp, deep fried seafood platter, my personal favorite. Then on the just Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter, another personal favorite. Greek salad and a list of appetizers that will only increase your appetite. Don't forget about Jose's variety of Mexican tacos. Come to Jess Pirates Cove, seven days a week. We're talking Monday through Thursday. 10 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock at night. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock at night. Call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. We'll see you there. You are my treasure.
2: You are my treasure. You are my treasure.
1: Okay, the Rolling Stones. Now we got the energy level of Mick Jagger and Keith Richards is, is, is the idea to uh, continue. Uh, we're talking about uh, this uh, rising above the pain. You know, the more you move uh, uh, towards the goal, uh, all sorrow will cease. Even, even if there's a sorrow, uh, you'll become impervious to it. Uh, uh, it will not touch you. There will be an inner strength created within you where... Even sorrow will not have a meaning for you. You will smile even at misfortune and suffering, as we mentioned before. This is the higher consciousness, uh, dealing with things that go on around you. You, you get to a point where uh, misfortune and suffering is, is realized as, as a human experience. Um, some think that rising above pain means uh, to pretend that it isn't there, uh, like when you're upset as a child uh, but had to act happy and cute because your parents had company over or, or because you were in a social situation of some kind, you, you may have been told to act happy for uh, Aunt uh, Isabella's uh, birthday party when in fact you were feeling upset about something. You know, in these situations, you may have had to find a way to deaden the pain or, or not put up with new problems and pains along the lines of, I'll give you something to really cry about. Man, how many times you hear that? Whoa.
3: Yeah, that's uh, definitely a childhood memory. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> If you were uh, uh, in a more dysfunctional family, you, you may have become especially adept, really, at, at hiding your pain from the world and, and at times even from yourself. Something about uh, numbing the pain is, is what the spiritual scriptures mean by rise above pain. They, they think they're supposed to use those same techniques They may have learned as children to deaden their inner pain they feel, the the gnawing feelings of guilt, uh, grief, sorrow, anger, frustration, sadness, and and all those other bitter and really spicy emotional flavors that come along with the buffet of of human life. However, rising above pain isn't quite like numbing your feelings. In fact, you may still feel the physical, mental, and emotional pain even as you're rising above it. Instead of numbing yourself, you can raise your self-identification higher. Self-identification, folks, who you really are. a higher consciousness, having the human experience. And to a part of you that exists independent of the circumstances that are creating and experiencing the pain. The higher consciousness is separate than your humanness. It's who you really are. Now, the trick, folks, you got to name it like how I named mine John. You have to come up with a name, and that's the important thing, because once you've identified a name, that will give you the strength to continue. Now, when one's life thorn stabs you in the foot, you can do the following. Stop and allow yourself to feel the pain. Contemplate where your pain is coming from and why it may be trying to get your attention. Or discover the source of your pain. Rid yourself of the cause of the pain. You don't have to walk around affirming, my foot is full of joy. Just feel it. Look at it. Figure it out. Remove the barb and walk in the thorns no more, folks. Okay? Now, remember, in its highest sense, rising above pain refers to a state of mind in which You've advanced so far beyond the part of yourself in which the pain exists that you no longer identify with the pain. That's your higher consciousness. That's Einstein's freedom from fear and pain because you have found yourself in a higher sense of reality, and that's your higher consciousness. Now, turning your faults into flower blossoms. A water bearer in Nepal had two large pots, each hung on the end of a pole, which balanced across his shoulders. One of the pots was perfect and always delivered a full measure of water at the end of the long walk from the stream to the water bearer's house. The other one had a crack and arrived only half full. One day, the leaking pot spoke to the water bearer by the stream. I feel that I should apologize to you. Why? asked the gentleman. The leaking pot explained, During the last two years, I've only been able to deliver half my load because this crack in my side causes the water to leak out all the way back to the house. Because of my flaw, you do all this work without receiving the full value from your efforts. The water bearer felt compassion for the old cracked pot and told it, as we return to my house, I want you to notice the beautiful flowers along the path. Indeed, as they went up the hill, the faulty pot took notice of beautiful wild flowers on one side of the path. When they arrived at his home, the man asked, Did you notice that there were flowers only on your side of the path, but not on the other pot's side? That's because I've always known your flaw. And put it to good use. I planted flower seeds on the side of the path. And every day, as we walk back from the stream, you water them. For two years, I've been able to pick these beautiful flowers. Without your being just the way you are, there would have been so much less beauty in my life. Thank you, my friend. Remember in the same way, each of your unique flaws can be used to bring greater joy to the world. You just have to look for the opportunities and take advantage of them. Now, look at the opportunities. Hmm. If you're on drugs or you're an alcoholic or you uh, uh, have a crazy uh, addictions mm-hmm. to all kinds of stuff, you're not going to see any of these right. opportunities, yeah. folks. Those are veils, definitely. Yeah. Right. So the idea is to rise above these addictions. Rise above these things because it's you're... It's
3: not impossible, but it's, it's really good to, you know... Rise above
1: Yeah Because your higher consciousness Mm -hmm. Demands you of it Because the higher consciousness Wants you to live As long as possible Go through as much as possible So the ascension Can be as Mm -hmm. high as possible And then the vehicle Has to be of its utmost um, Yeah um, Yeah. Health Take care Take care So Sometimes Your biggest mistakes Are the ones That bring the greatest Spiritual growth And transformation Don't therefore Waste your time On the pain Of guilt And shame Regret for what has passed is one of the biggest thieves of the future. The goal of spiritual efforts is to push aside the veils and clouds that cover the light of your soul so that its light can shine more brightly. This is your higher consciousness. As these coverings of anger, frustration, revenge, guilt, shame, hatred are removed, you become freer and lighter. Bad experiences can equal good growth. No matter what happens to you, the ascension occurs and you rise in your psychological transcending. This is what Einstein's looking for. This is what Einstein said. I have to have these things. I have to have freedom and pain. I have to have social acceptance. I have to have psychological transcending because I have to rise above this humanness. Now, recognizing that there are no mistakes. Now, this is an interesting thought. When you make mistakes or lose yourself in anger, fear, or whatever contracted emotions push you out of your equanimity and self-control, there is always a new opportunity for growth. It may hurt, oh, so bad often. You may not want to make the shift to see the lesson behind the event. You know sometimes it's easier to complain, blame someone, or just put yourself down that to do the real work of self-examination and personal transformation. Yet the opportunity is there, waiting for you to make the leap. Waiting for you to see your weakness and make internal, if it need be external, amends for your error. It doesn't matter if you think a person deserves your wrath. What is important in any situation in your own growth how can you learn humility, detachment, love, and faith? How can you use this breakdown to, to open up into another great breakthrough? Most of the time, whoever is giving you those problems, mm-hmm. you just say, I love you. I love you. You're, you're helping me out here. I'm learning... Compassion, I'm learning patience, I'm learning all these things. Um, and and it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, but you really have to uh, sense that and see it for what it is. My, uh, my feelings, I've mentioned before how, I, how I've learned a great amount of patience. When I first started teaching, I was teaching at Carbolito Elementary School, mm-hmm. uh, kindergarten, and uh, uh, I had this little boy, and he couldn't do a seat work. He wouldn't do a seat work. He, every time we sat down to start doing our, our seat work, he would get up and wander over to one of the learning centers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was uh, uh, pretty compassionate, you know, and I let this uh, occur and, and, you know, kind of go along when, kind of when he's ready, it, you know, that it would happen. But it got, like, toward October, you know, in, into September. And then I'm, I'm beginning to feel, you know, like the educator I am. You know, well, we have a task here. You mm-hmm. know, we have to meet this, uh, start writing our numbers and letters and start doing these things. Well, as it turned out, our boy... Got up and went and did his uh, learning centers. When I was, uh, you know, in the midst of giving a uh, a, a lesson where there was seat work, mm-hmm. and so I start walking over toward him, you know, to get him back on task, and he looks up at me in his little face and he goes, "Just call me Bozo." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's my that's my story. And I looked at him, okay, Bozo, you, know, <laughs> so, you you do whatever it is you think you have to do, yeah. you know, I'm a, uh, I'll wait until you're ready to do this, you know? <laughs> but uh, um, it, w- it was a, it was a great learning of patience. Mm-hmm. It was a great learning the, realizing you know that I had uh, maybe 18 students in the classroom. Uh, some of them just weren't ready for this, and it would happen when it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So that was a as an educator, it gave me a, a great insight. You know, on, on on the variety of of folks from bozo on. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, this is uh, something that we all learn. So. You really have to learn how to recognize these things, of course, that, that happen uh, in your life. Um, now, breaking through to your higher self. Now, this is what we talked about. This is, this is the big one, your, your, your higher consciousness. Um, along our spiritual journey, every one of us is thrust into the desert. We find ourselves in a relationship with wasteland or, or financially barren. We, we feel lost and abandoned. But it's during this time in the desert that our higher consciousness grows. This is, this is when this, this occurs. The ultimate best use of challenging times. And folks, if you haven't heard, we're having challenging times. <laughs> if you haven't got the memo. It just is. It just is. Absolutely. is To use such experiences to find Mother Nature in everything, folks hug a tree. Man, i tell you, you know, it's it's so real when you start getting involving back and, and really realizing, you know, how powerful Mother Nature is. If you haven't had this experience yet, the idea may sound kind of strange. Why not just find Mother Nature while things are, are pleasant and going according to your wishes? The answer Of that, of course, is that you should make most of every moment challenging or easy, difficult or pleasant. Every single instant of your life is precious and filled with opportunities for spiritual growth, for your higher consciousness to ascend. Part of the test is being in this world is to see the greatness in everything. The greatness in everything. Nevertheless, here are some reasons why difficult times can be extra-conductive, really, for this higher consciousness breakthrough. Human nature is such that good times can lead to complacency. Too much complacency allows the flame of longing for Mother Nature to dim a bit. Of course, everyone has his or hers own individual nature. But isn't it true that your affirmations become more reverent, really, when you're afraid or concerned about the well-being of your loved ones or yourself, I'll go to church every. if you fix Nanda, I'll go to church every day if you fix my car. I'll go to church every day if you take care of my broken foot. This is interesting that these are times when we say, okay, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm switching off from being um, anything less than a good uh, uh, churchgoer or a, a good uh, individual who is looking for this religious freedom from uh, things that are uh, contemplating uh, uh, horrendous uh, experiences uh, in, in your lives. So suffering and challenge are automatically conducive for spiritual breakthroughs. Remember that you already are a great higher consciousness. That's who you are, Okay. But that your awareness of this higher consciousness of yourself and the world are generally covered by materialistic, desire-based thoughts and concepts. Your ego. Whoa, your ego won't let you get there. Wow. Wow. Challenging times can, in one swing, make your mind one-pointed and also detached from the worldly attachments and concerns. Right now, folks, your ego is hurting. Your ego may not have the money for the gas to go cruising. Your ego may not have the ability to go uh, to the nightclubs because it's not happening. Uh, Maybe your ego is now uh, suppressed to a very, very basic, very basic way of living. And that is, of course, uh, in avoidance of social uh, 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 communications, being, being with a lot of people at one time. That, it's called social distancing. That's what's going on. Um, wearing a mask, how uncomfortable these masks can be. Um, being in a situation where you're continually using 99.9% uh, 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 antibiotic uh, 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 fluids, on your on your hands uh, uh, limiting uh, uh, places where you go or doing uh, your your greetings you know your half a days um, can be very challenging so difficult times are inevitable okay they're filled with potential for making not so good choices such as responding with sadness upset or anger now substituting powerful spiritual efforts for destruction choices during intense times of trial is something that you have to realize. You have to use your higher consciousness. You have to see things for what they are. We know there is an immense amount of suffering, an immense amount of uh, tragic occurrences uh, going out throughout the world as we speak. We know that. We know that this is what's going on. But again, in higher consciousness, we have to put ourselves into that realm, realizing we are, in fact, having this human experience. Now, mm-hmm. the big one, transforming challenge into ecstasy. Oh, mm. boy, that's my ecstasy. favorite word, ecstasy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, to become the spectator of one's own life is to escape the suffering of life your witness mm-hmm. there you are you know to uh, to become the spectator uh in higher consciousness as a witness you see things for what they are there's no veil
3: there's no judgment there's yeah. no judgment and you're conjuring up the we're witness. all
1: equal uh you're surrounded by unconditional mm-hmm. love uh, there's no gender uh and of course there's no ego uh and this is this is the big one um Becoming the spectator. The ancient scriptures of India describe great joy and paralyzing fear as two potent and fertile grounds for the breakthrough from the world of illusion into higher awareness. We see this world of illusion. This is mentioned often. You know, that we see this uh, way that we're living our lives and this illusion of it. It, The illusion can disappear pretty quick when. uh, um, You know, we're chasing a dream. Well, uh-huh. well, I mean, this this status of this virus right uh, now, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the illusion of how we were living our lives. Uh, well, I said the, I said BV I, I, before yeah. before virus and it, AV after, after virus, virus yeah. You know, and how things have changed um, w- worldwide. It's a global experience, folks. Don't think that it's just happening you know, within the Marianas or, or anything like that. But it's, it's a global experience. And so in that global experience, we have to really find ourselves in such a way where we're able to, to grasp and, and explain that during moments of anger, during moments of surprise uh, and fear, your mind automatically stops. Uh, these are some of the best times to pay attention and watch with intention to catch or gain entrance into the background behind your thoughts. Now, the pulsation of supreme consciousness, higher consciousness, higher abilities. The idea behind this practice is to grasp the supreme reality behind whatever challenging event you're in. Being in higher consciousness, folks, does just that. Now, One example given is of someone who's running for his life from an elephant. Which uh, would be uh, uh, pretty crazy, you know, in in, uh, modern uh, society. But let's think about we're in ancient India. So picture this person, though. An elephant is running after him. He's running for his life. And while that's happening, he just shifts into this awareness beyond the running, beyond the fear, and beyond the thought The witness behind the dream of his life. So that shift Mm -hmm. is so important to make that. uh, You know, we call it the spark. Uh, uh, People call it uh, uh, an enlightenment, uh, 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 instant enlightenment, all kinds of things to refer to this. So the deeper source behind every event and object in life is that one creative spiritual consciousness. That is the deep deeper source behind every event, an object in life, is a creative spiritual consciousness. The things that are happening to you are happening to you because you are in a divinity of creating these things that you know you have to go through to continue your rise mm-hmm. in ascension. And uh, uh, that's why we can't blame other people for what goes on, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, that transference, you know, yeah. that's a big no-no. Yeah,
3: we just use that word today, transference. When I was, we were discussing um, uh, people in general in yeah. the human experience. Yeah, well, right?
1: that's our ego. You mm-hmm. know, it's never our fault. It's mm-hmm. always uh, someone else someone is. else's fault. Yeah. They're the ones that. Uh, and
3: if we don't acknowledge um, that very lesson as a lesson as it as it is, right, then. You'll just start seeing the same patterns, you know, occur. Oh yeah, until no, yeah. what needs to be learned so right. that they can we can evolve,
1: right? And the key, the key of it, right now in this uh, uh, virus situation that we're in, that's mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. People are becoming so much more aware of of who they mm-hmm. are. The importance of their family, the quality, the quality yeah. of, of these moments mm-hmm. uh, because they, they have quality uh, of their lives right now. because yeah. of the ascension, this thing's going on, the whole planet's ascending uh, because of this. and individually uh, you know we're in the bus, you know the bus is ascending, you know whether or not you want to ascend or not. Uh, it's happening. Now, people who, who have really strong egos, mm-hmm. people who, who won't turn loose of this ego, uh, are having the hardest times. They're the ones who are, who are struggling.
3: Yeah, and that's uh, the very resistance that um, they need to um, flip it and realize that, the, um, that instead of you know, that resistance kind of feeling... Um, to always approach it from a perspective of love, right? Right. No, Unconditioned absolutely. Unconditioned love, compassion. Yeah. Right. And kindness.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. And it's without, very... Yeah.
3: And um, how can we judge anybody until, you know... We walk in their shoes, Yeah, right? well, we
1: can't even if we walk in their shoes. Yeah. I mean, that, there's no judgment. Yeah. We, that's, not, that's not part of something that we're yeah. able to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So, so having a good cry. Now, this is interesting. Crying is good. The next time you're really upset, you take the opportunity to have yourself a really good cry. You know, human life is hard from birth till death. You go through so much every day just to survive. Loving brings pain. Work can bring pain and all the things you care about can disappear and leave you in pain. Life is rough, and here you are, a delicate breath of pure spirit, entering this rough and tumble game of earthly life. Folks, I'll tell you, you know, you wake up to it, you're all right, you know, but if you don't wake up to it, you know, you're just like a, a tumbling dice, you know, every time somebody throws the dice, there's of, another yeah, kick. The cosmic debris
3: keeps coming and coming and coming. And it's not to say that even though you're this um, this, height, this heightened sense of awareness and mindfulness, um, you know, will, um, if the person is in that level, um, you know, they we are... And we'll always get life experiences. Oh yeah, oh, no, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, yeah, and no matter what level you are in, your, in any, any spiritual. Path. Yeah, no, yeah, and
1: yeah.
3: The, yeah, the idea is to utilize all the tools in, in, that we know that resonates with us in order to transcend right. these experiences into an energy that um, goes out and um, you know. Um,
1: and it goes to one, right? Right. That's the psychological mm-hmm. uh, uh, transcending mm-hmm.
3: the that, uh, tr- that has to happen. Energy. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. Einstein's third uh, human need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So no matter how much fun your game is, it's still just a game compared to your profound essence as higher consciousness. Mm. You, you, it's interesting. Once, once, once you have uh, identified and named your higher consciousness then your life as a human really becomes theater. You really understand the important things of keeping your eyes open, of being aware of every moment, of feeling everything as a human and Mm -hmm. taking care uh, to make sure all these opportunities that arise are part of your divine plan to emerge as this higher self and transcending uh, psychologically. Mm -hmm. Now... Crying is one way to break through the game. A true cry connects your heart with your deeper heart, this inner self, and with Mother Nature's heart. You may have not had a truly fulfilling crying session (laughs) since childhood, that deep cry when you're crying alone, with just you and Mother Nature. Whoa, that's uh, uh, something in itself. Now, we're, after a while, we're going to get into this description of this process of crying. may help remind you of some experiences you've had, maybe especially as a child. But right now, we're going to take Fred's online. How you doing, Fred? Hi, hi.
0: How are you guys? You know, I was just uh, listening you guys talk about the energy and transcending and all that. Thank you. You know, there's been a lot of uh, negative energy in the world lately. You know, the coronavirus now, all the protests, and the down economy. And, uh, you know, sometimes it, it takes some negative energy to, to, to get back your positive energy, you know, like uh, sometimes people experience a death in the family or, uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, someone is terminally ill, you know, where it makes them, it, it changes their trajectory in life uh, to do better. And then like what you guys were saying, you know, to really appreciate things in life, you know, especially like if you lose a loved one, then, then you think back and you say, man, I could have done more. Or, you know, you we, we really try to be a better person, you know, negative energy, right. uh, the, really turns you around to, to be a, I mean, take a lot of people take it and, and, and use it in a, in a positive manner.
1: Right. You le, know, le, just the less, the lesson learned, and, right.
0: You know, just on me, you know, about yeah. things like
1: that. Yeah, the lesson learned. It, it's very powerful, Fred. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, it's, it's something that, you know, of course, you know, we go through all of these, you know, uh, 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 when my dad passed away in Illinois, I was in Tinian. And, and when I, and this was the time there was no telephones in wow. Tinian. Wow. Yeah, you know, it was all radio, you, trust territory. It, they contacted radio. you they on through, the radio? Yeah, through the radio, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and so you, you see about this. And then that, that sense of, of uh, when I finally got, yeah. you know, my, my two sisters was with my dad when he was passing. And yes. it was very powerful because he, he took them with him. With them, yeah, as far as he could, yeah. in, in his death, wow, uh, you know, explaining to what was going on and 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 what he was feeling and things like this. And Fred, you know, exactly what you're saying, man. They those my know, sisters changed I, I, their I, I life.
2: Like to, I like to comment on that too, you know.
1: Sure, because
0: a lot of people, because because uh, you know, I, I know of people and uh, me myself have lost a loved one during this this time. Not not of coronavirus, but uh, due to the fact that the, the the coronavirus here a lot of loved ones died without any
1: any any uh
0: people around them that that uh that, that, that they could have held on to or whatever you yeah, know they, they, right. they passed on and, and then right. they couldn't a lot of the their loved ones couldn't yeah. be there by their right size.
1: right yeah you and know, and you would think a lot of people right
0: that passed away like that you know yeah. and it's very unfair
1: sure sure well again
0: myself you know it could have spared at least one ppd or whatever they were using for at least one loved one to be there at the side of people that were dying Right, you know, so they can have someone there, a family member.
1: No, you're right. Or,
0: or, or a girlfriend friend, or somebody. Sure. You know, and a lot of people sure. pass away without any loved ones by their side. Right,
1: right. Well, you know, you know, death is a very interesting concept. Okay. In, in our individually, you know, as, as someone's laying there on on their deathbed, um, it, get, it gets to where you know a, a very strong reality merges. Uh, I guess the only reason I can say this because I've had a death experience and it's something that you know can be witnessed or other people can be around you or things can you know have that but it's a very personal experience, <laughs> you know, Fred, yeah. you know, when, yeah. when you start realizing you're not going to take too many more breaths or, or you know, you're, you feel that, you know, that your heart is um, beginning to, to weaken uh, in whatever experience it is, um, you know, that's when you as an individual have the revelation of a higher consciousness, you know, you, you yeah. know, all of a sudden. And then if you come back, if something happens it, miraculously, you know, you're you, you don't die, but you had the death experience. That's when you emerge with this, uh, okay, folks, hallelujah, I can do anything I want to on this planet. I got it figured out. You know, I'm embracing everybody. You know, they're, everybody's a brother me. Everybody's a sister me. Mm-hmm. And we're going uh, to have the greatest time that any individual could have, and we're going to face it, it, our suffering. It
0: really, really changes you as a person? So you had a, you had a near-death experience? Yeah, I had a near-death I'm experience.
1: Sorry. I had it in October of 1969, uh, two months before I came to Guam. And uh, did, did, did,
0: did, did that affect like 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 your uh, your character? Oh and yeah. And
1: oh no. Are? Oh yeah. I mean. No, I was a, I was a narcissistic uh, bad boy. I was uh, uh, I was I'm I'm from a pretty wealthy family, and I'm a um, i am was just you know out of control in the aspect of narcissism. You know, just thinking about me all the time, right? And then um, okay. I went through this. I, I was in this accident. What happened was all of my uh, uh, senses stopped. My seeing, my hearing, my tasting, feeling, all these things stopped. And what happened was, interestingly enough, uh, Fred, I started experiencing my birthday parties. I started going down a time track of birthday parties. You know, birthday parties is when it's just you. You know, all the attention, you have your birthday to you. You blow out the candles. Here's your presents. You know, you're not sharing this with anybody. But that's what
0: experience, you experienced during your, your, your different Yeah, experience?
1: yeah, I was having that. I mean,
0: uh, I mean as, as a person, I, I don't know whether you were – religious
1: or Catholic? I mean, did that change your view? On, well, on well let me, yeah. Well, well, let what me tell you, well, let me tell you what happened then. It, it continued, and then I got okay. to uh, 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 my parents, my mother and father. You know, that that image of my parents uh, emerged, and then, interestingly enough, uh, red and blue. The two colors red and blue showed up, and then all of a sudden, I was in this vortex, and I was spinning in this vortex, and at the end of the vortex, I came out of it and uh, I was greeted with, well, about time you got here. Oh. And, and, that, and that, in that moment, everything made sense to me. Everything the philosophers say, mm-hmm. everything the artists are trying to communicate, everything the poet is, is, is uh, beautifully uh, uh, embellishing, whatever topic, um, made sense. So
0: were, you, were, you, were you Catholic? I mean, you might asking, uh, you, what was your religion at that
1: time? Uh, a, a congregationalist. But but oh, okay. the the interesting thing about it is the interesting thing is when you get into that realm, can I tell yeah. you a little secret, Fred? You're all of them. Sure. You know it's like the it's like the the Pope when he's standing there with all the religious leaders, uh, you know, representing all the faiths on the planet, and everybody agrees we're going to the same God. We're just using different roads.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: That's what you realize. Yeah. And and you so embrace there is, it. You know,
0: there, so, there, there is a there is a there is a life after death. Oh
1: no, you know, absolutely, I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, it's, yeah, yeah it never, it I, never I, stays I, away. I man. was
0: I, I, was uh, you know, you know, to me, like the, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. That, to me, that means mind, body, and soul. Yeah, right. And and you know, your 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 body actually has energy, and I believe the energy that's in your body because they have to shock your heart in order for you to come back to life when your heart stops. Right your soul's
1: an energy right well think think about this what is the chemical reaction that occurs inside your mother when your ability to get your heart to beat it's a spark of energy
0: right well it's it's, it's, it's
1: it's this pulsating muscle that starts and doesn't stop this energy and it's love it's the, it's the love, it's, it's, it's the most powerful force in the universe, it's what created us all, is this love. This love uh, for this universe, for what we're embellished in, uh, you know, whatever we're doing. If you do it in the sense of love, if you approach everything with love, um, th- there's, uh, you know, all kinds of suffering, and all kinds of things are going to go on, but you love your neighbor. You know, you, you, you throw kisses at your enemy. You know, you uh, um, you you put yourself in a situation. So that, that heartbeat, what chemical reaction it is within that your physiology to make that heartbeat, that inspiration of that spark of that heart, is very powerful when you think about that.
0: You know, i share something with you. You know, I, I did a lot for my father before he passed, you know. And, I, and with my brother, I always tried to help him, you know, this the one that just passed when he was a virus, you know. and then, You know, I'm sorry. when he passed... You know, you you have this sense of a little bit of like guilt. I mean, even so, I, I always help my father and I always try to do a lot of things for him. Uh, even with my brother, you you always feel. I don't know whether you feel like this when a loved one passed that, that you could have done more, you could have been with them more, you could have shared more time with them. Sure. And you know, it just makes me you know my 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 left of my loved ones. So it just makes me want to spend more time with them and. uh you know, it's just really frightening memories. And Fred, Fred. You, know, because you just never know when you're going to go, man. Fred,
1: do you have grandchildren? Yes, I, I,
0: just,
1: I just have one grandchild. There you go. Is, is, she, is, is the child on, on, on Guam? Yes, yes. So yeah, well. Go get <laughs> Yes, yeah. That's the one. You know, See, yeah, start thinking about your grandchildren that, you know? as being your parents. Whatever you didn't give your parents, give it to your grandchildren, yeah. and you'll be fine yeah you know yes, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean it's a different ball game you know we go through a lot with our parents you know they raise us, that we do this you know we, well I'd like to get out of the house I want to be my own person I want to do all these kind of things you know so there can be some uh, things you know within that realm right how much time I didn't really get to spend yeah. with you dad or how much time I really didn't get to spend yeah, with you mom you know. but once those grands show up and the grands remember those are your ancestors those little yes. faces that those are the ones you you, uh, uh, you know uh, go, okay come on we're gonna, I'm going to teach you how to uh, uh, go hiking i'm gonna and we're gonna go look for some indigenous plants here and we're gonna do some medicine or or we're gonna go out in the ocean and we're gonna we're gonna soak up the rays here right you know and and uh-huh. uh, yeah. food gathers it's it's an interesting thing that happens you know with us as we've humans
0: all, we've all this we've all this turmoil and all this uncertainty going on and all around the world even yeah. on the island man oh yeah we need a lot of we need a lot of prayers man from it doesn't matter Buddhists Muslims.
1: Catholics, right. Christians, right. we all need to start
0: praying and go back to our faith and our values. Right. Now, now, what's wrong with America right now? I'll be honest with you: it's America's losing its values. You know that. That's what's wrong. It's, it's, America's values have been eroded. You know, absolutely. And, it's it's and, through and the and consumerism. Right now is, is, uh, is, is not cherished. Right. You
1: know. Right. We're not we're not spending enough time. There's some affirmations that, that if whatever you think, one of them is is you you thank Mother Nature. There's there's a polarity remember we talk about the polarities the male female so so the female you would thank mother nature thank you mother nature yes. for our 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 you include everybody you don't leave anybody yes. out for our excellent yes. health yes so thank you lord thank you lord for our excellent health so that the lord is the male the masculine uh yes. mother nature is the feminine so you can do those too so if you're thanking uh uh mother nature for our oh you are excellent health then you can say thank you lord for our extreme happiness and you say these things over again uh you can say thank you lord uh, for our unconditional love you know whoever you love the most you're surrounded by uh, this feeling uh, and the and the other one is is the abundance thank you lord for the abundance of surplus money after expenses uh, you know within this humanness that that we're having so these are affirmations in themselves prayers uh, that you know you can you, you but it, it's something that has to be recited it has to be something that you think about and a, a good time to do it when you're taking a walk mm-hmm. uh, you know when you're when you're doing the laundry when you're doing the dishes, when you're doing these minimal kind of activities, uh, you know, you have that opportunity, um, you know, to find this uh, aspect of within yourself. It's it's very powerful, um, you know, affirmations. Yeah, absolutely. But but you're right. You're absolutely right, Fred. i going to
0: go back to that, you know, about our our values that's been eroded. You know, I I, I, I didn't grow up getting abused, but, you know, when, when I did something wrong, you know, my father corrected me, you know, and... Sometimes correcting was being punished by spanking and and, and, and things like that. But he mm-hmm. never did it, you know, just because he was bad or whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, the Pope the said, said it's okay mean, to spank.
0: They get it being abused. You know. It made them better people, too. Yeah. I mean, me being like that and I'm making mistakes and my father correcting me, mm-hmm. even with discipline like that, it, it, it taught me respect. And a lot of the thing that's wrong with this world nowadays, when you see the social media, what's going on in the, in, in, uh, in right. the United States? It, right. it's, uh, uh, we lost the respect right. for the youth. Well, I tell you, you Fred, don't have no respect
1: anymore. The the Guam, the Mariana Islands, is where humans teach humans how to be human. It's very powerful. The hospitality, the respect for our Monaco, the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Aman, mm-hmm. uh, Senora, yes. Senyat. Uh, doing this, and, and the Chamorro Nation taught me something very powerful. They said, Rand, it doesn't have to do with age, it has to do with respect. You respect yes. each other. You don't have to worry about if if, if it's someone's, you're, you're gonna do it to a peer, somebody your same age, and they go, hey, Ben, you know, we're the same age, why are you doing that? I'm doing it, par, because uh, I respect you. Yeah that's what it's all yeah. about you know rising above the thought of it should just be for Monaco or whatever so so when you start showing respect to everybody when you you your good friends when you um, almond them put your head down you know take their hand do, these kind of things is it's very powerful uh into in that uh, uh in your sense you and your ascension as a higher consciousness now fred can i ask you a question sure sure what would you like to name your higher consciousness what would I name my art? Mine is John. Uh, Jenny's is Funa. Mine, I think mine would be
0: uh, Pete because uh, if I name my my art Pete, I like to repeat all the Pete and repeat. Okay. All the good stuff that can get okay. me ahead and then okay, so, Pete. Correct myself. so, so Pete. So Pete. Okay. Pete would be a good
1: one. Okay, so Pete, John, and Funa, and uh, Isaiah over here. He's he's Jonah. Um, we live forever. We have all the knowledge of the universe, we live in truth, there's no gender, we're all equal, and we're surrounded by unconditional love. That's, that's yeah. who we really are. Now, Fred, can you tell me, or excuse me, Pete, can you tell me the name of the mother of your great-grandmother on your mother's side of the family? The mother of your great-grandmother.
0: She had her not before that.
1: Okay, so in four you know, or five, even
0: like even like my, you know, because uh, you know, I'm I'm at an age where I was born to a, uh, born to a war survivor.
1: Okay, well let me let me, like let, that, me you know, I let me continue. Let me never really get. Yeah. To know my, my okay. My grandmother and and my that's, grandmother, that's okay, you know, Fred. Because, uh, Fred. Very few people. War, very few I didn't people. I did not...
0: get to meet my, my grandmother and grandfather. Yeah, because because the war. And then my grandmother and my grandfather and my on, on my mother's side, they died not too long after the war because you know. The one really got to them, and the, the, the care wasn't really that good after those, those right. times. Right,
1: you know? sure, sure. Well, what we're saying is, Fred, that in four or five generations, nobody's going to know who you are, anything about you, or anything you've ever done. So that yes, gets yes. rid of your ego. The idea is to get rid of your ego. So then you yes. remember that everything that happens to you, good things that happen to you, bad things to happen to you, you ascend. You ascend. You, you, you Pete, you, you get to a higher consciousness. And everything that happens to you, everything that happens to Fred, Pete ascends. So you are Pete having the human experience of Fred. Now, Pete demands that Fred eats well, gets enough sleep, exercises, so this physical vehicle goes as long as possible so Pete can ascend as high as possible. Yes, yes. That's that's what this thing is all about. That's... What we have to have this revelation toward as to who we really are, having this human experience.
0: Yeah, you know, I just hope you know, I just hope America wakes up.
1: Yeah, no, it's going to wake up. It's waking up. It's that's what this this is an ascension. This virus, the whole world is waking up. The whole world is it's it's beautiful. It, it, it yeah. really is into that sense. We are sacrificing a tremendous amount of tragedies and a tremendous amount of death. And there's nothing that we can say uh, good ab- about that suffering. The only thing that we can say is the planet in itself is going through an ascension. And everyone is going to be faced to that revelation of who they really are and who they really are as a higher consciousness just having a human experience.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you're, you're saying, man. Makes and sense, right? We need more prayers.
1: Oh yeah. We need to humble themselves. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> we need
0: to forgive, yeah, forgive one another. Yeah, well, uh, you are. And then, and then uh, you know, to just be happy. You know, in, in what we have. You know,
1: Pete. And Pete, I I, we help. got we got about we got, got about twenty moment, seconds here. Better, Pete, can I yeah. tell you something? Sure. Sure. how. That's it. That's the key to the ball game. Thanks for the call, sir. Hopefully, hear from you next week. Yes, absolutely. You have
0: a good weekend, you
1: guys. Absolutely, you also. So, folks, strongest force in the universe is with you at all times. Love, 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 love. There must have been an.